and welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Dallin Thomar Taylor, Mr. Energy himself. It's September. It is. I'm sorry, I said September. It's November 29th. We're just about a couple of days away from December. So most of the time to start that Christmas shopping. Thanksgiving was just around the corner. We spent some money on Black Friday. We spent some money on Cyber Monday. And all during that time, we had football. Football, football, and more football. So you know what I say. Regardless of that time. Regardless of the weather. Which is like 80-something degrees right now where I'm at. It's always a good time to talk some sports. So... Let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. So, I told you, like, we are just going to talk football today more than anything else. Because, listen, basketball is nice this time of year. It's cute. But, football. This is where football really starts to get good. And the first thing that happens, and, and it makes you wonder, right? Like, who's having a better season? Is it college football or is it the NFL, right? We have to put it on a poll eventually. But we have to figure out what's, what's going on with those two leagues. But they're both balling right now. Things are coming to a wrap. College football playoff rankings just came out. And the thing that made... This playoff rank is, you know, like have its little bit of sauce, have its little bit of spice, you know, come out a little bit of, you know, grit and grimy-ish. It's the fact that Alabama took a loss. I mean, Alabama, the number one team, took a took a bad L. And that L pushed them out of the top four in the college football player rankings. Now, not gonna lie. I was a little reluctant to believe there was going to be out of the top five. Because listen, that was the Associated Press's prediction. Did not think that these guys were going to continue or, or really call the top five. But you know what? The fact that they are, you have to know that this is going to be the ultimate way that Nick Saban can go ahead and motivate his team. Because, <laughs> and the bad thing about it is that he's going to have to flip almost everything he said. Early in the year, he was like, listen, listening to you guys at ESPN is poison. You make these boys feel like they're better than what they are. We still got to go out and play games. But yet they go out and win like 10 straight. And yet everything else poison. But now they lose. And he can still say like, hey, you have my boys a little overhyped. But... He can still, he's still gonna use and flip this, you know what I mean? Like, he's still gonna. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you, Jack. I just saw what you was talking about. <laughs> so, he can still use this to convey to his team that, listen, we're no longer a top four team. See, you guys sat here and you listened to. All of these announcers, all of the ESPNs, all of these people of the world that said you were you were the number one team, you were a great team, and now you're no longer number one. And he's gonna have those boys motivated, and this may be the kind of motivation that they need to run through the rest of the table. So this week in this week in college football, it's gonna be something interesting to see. 
also, the team that got ranked number one gets a chance to go against Turnover Chain, Turnover Chain, Turnover Chain, Turnover Chain. Listen, oh, you're not going to see me represent or rep a lot of sports affiliates. University of Miami football probably is one of them. I, you know, I root for FAU. I like what's going on in there with... Is it Lane Kiffin? No. Nick Saban? No, Lane Kiffin. You know what I mean? Like, I'm excited about what's going on, what's going on over there. But this week is going to make or break it. Like, every single team here, basically... As long as they hold their own, and let's go ahead and start giving y'all these, these top five, top, I'm sorry, give me the top ten, we're going to be the top ten, because TCU made it into the top ten, right, and we're talking about, listen, this, this is just so that you guys understand how everything got shook up, last week, Oklahoma was fourth, where they've been for some, where they've been sitting there for like two consecutive weeks, a couple of weeks now, Clemson was third, the week before that, they were second. Miami jumped up to second. Well, then they were third. And Alabama had been holding down that number one spot forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Natalie, your timing, your timing, your timing. So, bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. So, so the way it's ranked right now, we have TCU ranked number 10. Penn State comes in the ninth spot. Ohio State moves in there, squeaks in there, and gets in the eighth spot. University of Miami, who was number two, fell all the way down to number seven. Georgia Georgia's up at number six. And then the kicker, the shocker. The one that surprises most, and I and I and I kind of told you this already, is Alabama. And Alabama comes in at number five. And like I said, it gives you know, if you understand what I mean, I said, right? <laughs> it gives them all of the motivation in the world now to come back after this bad loss and show the whole entire world that they were exactly who we thought. They were the super thugs of college football, but right now that's not where they're sitting. And as long as like these top four teams takes care of their own, and I already told you, see, whoever you gotten so far, that two of them from last week is no longer in there. And I know you listen, you listening to the podcast, and a couple of things are happening. Let me. A lot of stuff you haven't heard yet. So this is your quick recap. If you have heard this, then bear with me. This part is short. About half a segment. <laughs> the number four team comes in. And this is after two very, 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 very impressive victories. Auburn. Number three. It's Wisconsin. Yes, Wisconsin made it in there. Number two. I believe I have this correct. If I don't, my booski may kick my ass. 
Boomer, Sooners, Oklahoma, University? <laughs> and sitting at the number one spot. The team that that won the college football championship last year, Clemson. 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 And that's how things are gonna I'm gonna are gonna wrap up. But like we said, Clemson faces Miami this week. Miami has something to prove after taking a bad loss to Pittsburgh. Like that's the reason why Miami Miami fell out as much as they did because they lost to an unranked team. You you can't have those kind of losses. It's part of the reason why Alabama is no longer ranked because you can't have those kind of losses. It's the reason why Auburn is in the top four because those kinds of wins are impressive. So we move on. <laughs> We move on to the NFL, right? And for you fantasy football rookies or beginners out there, or for the people that may not just realize it yet, this is week 13 in the NFL, which means that this is the last week in fantasy football. So this game, you need to be on point. And I'm going to make sure I give you the best Fantasy football tips you've ever had. Because it's got to be worth it. But we're not in the fantasy football mode yet. We're still talking about just regular season football. And I'm going to have to tell you. That what has happened this week in football. You know what? Let's not hesitate on this. It's over. It's over. Eli is over, Eli is over, eh, eh, Eli is over, Eli is over, watch me now, Eli is over, Eli is over, eh, 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 Eli is over. So sad what's going on in New York. If you wonder what I'm talking about, it is the fact that Eli Manning is no longer the starting quarterback for the New York Giants, and he is 100% healthy. You don't understand what's going on in New York right now. And I told you guys, like I told you guys, I'm down here in South Florida. I'm here in South Florida. <laughs> I'm here in South Florida. What was that, Natalie? What was that, Natalie? What did you say? Leave him alone. <laughs> I'm not making Listen. The fact that they don't have Eli Manning starting. And the way that they're doing it is, is listen, you don't, the buzz, what's going on in New York? Everybody's upset. 
even down here in Florida, like the new, the displaced New York fans down here are upset. I'm a Jets fan, as you can see, and I'm upset. Sorry, we have to discuss this. Eli is over. Eli is over. His reign is over. They are stopping his consecutive starting game streak, which is now going to be sitting at second in the league behind Brett Favre and above his brother by two games. I believe he has 210, his brother has 208. And it's just odd. It, it really is odd because in one season, seriously, in one season, the New York Giants have made a complete 180 and look like the New York Jets. That's how bad this season has been. And you know what started it all? You know what started it all? We're going to talk about that when I come back from this commercial break. Let me put you in a game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then, head to Multiverse Video Games and get the value you deserve for your games and gaming products. The games cost money. And you shouldn't feel like just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multivest Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multivest has a wide variety of games. Not just all your popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old-school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. And yes, that does include PlayStations, GameCubes, and Xboxes in between. Even family holding out for over 10 years just off the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gones, Florida, 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sun Life Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tussie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multi-best games. You save more, so you can play more. We are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. And if you're a listener, one, I want to say thank you for taking your time out to listen to the podcast. And it means you're listening in, in one of the many ways that I try to make sure I can bring this podcast to you. Right now, for, one of the, for a very rare occasion, because we don't do this often, this may be the first time I think I've actually done this in this location. Where I am filming on Facebook Live, on the Mighty Sports Facebook page. Out of, the, out of the Mighty Sports Podcast at home. I mean, Mighty, Mighty Spice Studio at home. So what you're seeing right now is everything I keep telling you guys I represent. See my Jets back there. Unfortunately, we got the, I got a Revis jersey back there. Oh, we're going to have to talk about Revis later. <laughs> I told you guys I was Jamaican, right? Like I, you, you hear it every podcast. You see the Knicks, you see the Knicks hat up there? Like, listen, that, that, that's, kind, that's kind of what I am. That's kind of what I, what I embody. And that's kind of what happened to the Giants, is that they got bodied, and they've, they've been getting bodied. And it's all started the moment that they chose old, dirty player Odell Beckham over Tom Coughlin. And I've been saying this now for a year. You understand? Like, I don't, 
I'm, I'm just, I feel like I feel like a broken record right now. I feel like a broken record right now. I feel like a broken record right now. <laughs> they chose the superstar crybaby diva player over the coach that was a little bit too tough on discipline. And then what you do? You get this slick back core back whisper with his pencil mustache look like he sits around in dark corners in a white van trying to offer kids candy just say actually you know what shouldn't say that a bunch of people have been, have been getting in a lot of trouble <laughs> for actually <laughs> those kind of transgressions so we're not gonna joke but you know what I'm saying you, 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 you know, you, you, exactly. So, and this coach has no kind of accountability. He has, he has no kind of credibility. And, I mean, also, what are they doing in that front office? Like, you already decided that you weren't going to believe in discipline when it came to your coaching staff or your leadership. And then you come and bring in a guy like Brandon Marshall that has always known to be cantungerous or cancerous when it comes to a locker room. And speaking of that, Stay tuned for a fundraising event that we'll be partaking with Yoga of My Eye and with Mighty Radio called Cruises Cure. I believe it's Cruises Cure. It has to deal with peripheral neuropathy. I'm about to get a, I'm about to get a nasty one. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about that more. Now, back to football. That's that's when it all started for the Giants. The day that they decided to get rid of Tom Coughlin. Cruz's legacy is going to be called Cruz's legacy. I got help from my watchful eyes. <laughs> Cruz's legacy. But it's a fundraiser. And we will... Be talking about it more as things get closer and start going into working. So stay tuned and just keep listening, especially during this week where this is the week of of what they call it Tuesday Tuesday Giving or whatever. Or this is like this is a week's giving where after the week after Thanksgiving, the next week is, is of the week of giving. So this is when you start talking about or you start start looking about all, onto organizations that that you want to give them to. Well, this is one that we are that I know somebody that's starting from the ground up from the very roots and it goes to a great cause. Basically revolved around cancer patients that suffer from r- ridiculously getting cold after after their after their treatments, and we're just trying to get them clothing to get them warm, scarves, gloves, just simple, basic things of warmth, scarves and gloves. So Isotona, you know, if you guys are listening, you know, holler at your boy. You know, anybody got you know any scarves or anything like that? You know, holler at your boy. 
Like, like we'll take we'll take your physical donations to, as well as monetary. But like I said, listen out for more and more. It's coming. And and now officially back to some football. <laughs> so now the Giants are in a position where they're two and nine, and they don't know what to do at quarterback position because they have a couple of young guys down there that they would like to see. Except for one of them happens to be Geno Smith. And if I'm not mistaken, I think New York has seen enough of Geno Smith to know what Geno Smith looks like. Because the last thing I think everybody remembers about Geno Smith, actually not the last thing everybody remembers from Geno Smith, the next to last thing everybody remembers of Geno Smith is that he was the second coming of the butt fumble. Like how you, he was the only person ever to ever be able to remix the butt fumble. And then the thing last thing we remember him for is, is losing his starting job because he got his jaw broken in his own locker room by one of his players over some money that he owed them. It's not you're not you're not benching Eli Manning for the rookie that you signed or for any of those two young quarterbacks that you have that hasn't played an actual professional game. No, you're benching Eli Manning. For Geno Smith. I don't even know if Geno Smith even still signed the Rock Nation. Like, that's how bad it is. But, this is what the Giants are doing. You guys are jetting up the place. But right now, you're doing so bad, you're not even jetting up the place. You're browning up the place right now. The only team you make look good right now is the Cleveland Browns. And even the Cleveland Browns still got promise. Because the Cleveland Browns ha- have have the ability to get back Smoke weed every day. Josh. No, shoot. What's his name? Crap. His name just flew out my head. Ah! Crap. Crap. You guys know who I'm talking about. It'll come to me. <laughs> it will come to me. And we, uh, we, uh, we will talk about him. But... Yeah, Cleveland's getting him back. So at least, you know, they have something to look forward to. Giants, like, there's no light at the end of your tunnel right now. Like, the next the next time you see a light at the end of the tunnel is when you find out officially where you be drafted at. And then you can start the speculation about, ooh, who we gonna get? I wonder who we gonna get this guy. I wonder if we gonna get that. Like, that's the next beacon of hope you got coming. And for some of you guys, the fact that Odell Beckham is coming back. Yes, he'll be coming back next year as the leader of this Giants team. Because Eli Manning is done. He's gone. He's out of New York. And it's a funny thing, too. Like, they could have they could have let this... For the, for the, for, to bring in Geno Smith, honestly. To see Geno or any other young... You could have just let him finish out the season. And then traded him. Or, or released him. Or let him go to Jacksonville, wherever he would like to go to. But, man, it sucked. They had my boy Eli. <laughs> and listen, like, you, like I said my boy Eli because Eli, you have to have respect for Eli. You have to have respect for Eli for the fact that when Eli started as a quarterback in the NFL, I was just coming back from deployment. <laughs> like, you understand? Like, I was just getting ready to come stateside from Germany and deployment. That's how long he has been the quarterback. Like, I, I was still in the army. <laughs> so you have to respect somebody that sat there. And listen, even I've taken my shots at Eli. 
and, and it's always just to make sure I keep I keep Giants fan in check when anytime they get a little you know too high on their high horse. Like listen, anytime Eli doesn't have a winning season, he looks really, really, really bad. Like like not not just oh he kind of missed the playoffs. No, whenever he doesn't have like that Super Bowl season or a playoff season, like a bona fide, he looks real. Those other seasons are really bad. You and we're talking about like most interceptions in a season for any quarterback kind of bad. You know, like that was him. Remember, he's still one of the only guys, he's the only guy to put up 100 interceptions with one team. And when we say only, only, this is even with with gunslingers like Brett Favre who did years in Green Bay. That's Eli Manning. And even to this day, I still think Eli Manning is a better option than most of these quarterbacks out there. And yet, Calvin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job. So, with all that said, let, let's see. How, let's see how many of these games that we can we can give you a quick wrap up on because I didn't I didn't get a chance to give you these 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 picks last week, right? So we're we gonna play a little game here, right? And this game is gonna be odd because this com this completely involves crowd participation. So, if you're watching on the if you're watching on Facebook Live, if you're listening on on the podcast, shoot me a text message, shoot me a message through MixLR, you know, find the many ways to contact me because we're gonna go over last week's game. And you tell me to pause anytime you want me to stop on this game and go on go into more detail, and I will break down the game for you. Now, it's a test to a segment. Like I said, this this, this segment depends on you. I can't do this segment without you guys. So we gotta start the ball rolling. You know, like listen, this is the segment we're gonna, we're gonna try to get in. Now I'm working in the tail end of the NFL season, and it's hopefully something we can get, we can fully get going in for season four. Oh, and definitely, definitely something we're gonna get going when we have the PB and J show. Because when I get in there with my other co-hosts, well, we're just talking about some bang bang chicken, baby. It's all fireworks. You know, like like Alicia Keys kind of ish. So the first game of the week, we had Minnesota versus Detroit. The Minnesota team that that's basically on their way to to winning a division championship, and a Detroit team that's kind of on pace, but not quite there. <laughs> that's Detroit. Still, still looking from the bottom up. Minnesota won thirty to twenty-three. Oh, let's you know, let's let's do this real quick. Bear with me, bear with me. You know we're not just gonna do this all solo and and. Dolo. Actually, that's not how we're going to do this either. There's nothing beautiful about this last week in NFL. So, Minnesota beats Detroit 30-23. to San Diego Chargers go into Dallas, and they whoop up on the Dallas Cowboys 28-6. to As I told you, like I have no reason to be, continue to pick the Dallas Cowboys if they don't have Ezekiel Elliott in that game. It just doesn't make any more sense. Also, listen out for some of these things we're going to say. Matthew Stafford for the Detroit Lions. He's, tend he, he's, he's tailoring an ankle injury. Be wary about him in your fantasy football. Listen for some of these tips because I'm going to tease you with, with, with the tip a little bit, okay? But the real tip is at the end. New York Giants went into Washington and they lost to Washington 10-20. to As we already told you what's going on in New York, it is just, it's just total... I did a poll! 
<laughs> talking about that, talking about being total BS. I did a poll. Four, four, I, I did a poll, and oh my god, the results are, are bananas right now. We're talking about 3,200 votes already. And this is the first day. Did Eli Manning, or oh, Eli Manning being benched in New York, is it understandable? Is it's, it's kind of it's, it's kind of time? Com two complete bullshit. Three still shocking. And for you poll lovers, four. I have no clue who Eli Manning is. I just really love polls. Check that poll out on the Twitter feed. At my T Sports, M Y T Sports. I did the same thing for my Facebook page. It's on there too. Next up, we get Cleveland going into Cincinnati as as as, as we have the Ohio Bowl. Cincinnati comes out the victory, 30, 30 to sixteen. Carolina comes into new comes into New York and whoop up on the Jets, thirty five to twenty seven. And that game was a little bit closer than that than was a little bit. Uh, the Jets did what the Jets do. They, they, they played guard. They played good. They played interesting. They didn't finish out the game in the fourth quarter. Which isn't so bad if, for a team that is trying to get the number, they're trying to get a high pick. Listen, in 15 minutes, we have the New York Knicks going up against the Miami Heat. But before we get there, we actually have to go take a quick commercial break. Because, <clears throat> listen, <laughs> if you're ever stuck trying to figure out what to do on a Friday... I'm going to tell you what I tell everybody. Stop worrying and stop thinking. And head down to Capone's Nightclub in downtown Fort Lauderdale. And this is where you'll find DJ Scepter mixing in the lounge room. So this, is, this is so you can start dancing and start drinking. I understand. Some of you may be an introvert. Or some of you just don't like crowds. I get it. So start drinking so you can start dancing. Regardless of what you do, you make sure you do this every single Friday night from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ladies, you bring your sexy. Fellas, you go, you bring your swag. It's going down at Capone. But, 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 wait, there is more. Trying to figure out what to do on a Wednesday? Hump day? Wait, wait, T, are you talking about tonight? Yes, I'm talking about tonight. <laughs> this is where you'll find DJ Scepter at O'Malley. That's right there on 441 between Coconut Creek and Raw Palm. Depending on which way you're going. If you're heading north, it's on your right hand side. If you're heading south, it's on the left, obviously. But you'll find DJ Scepter at O'Malley's from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Listen, DJ Scepter is playing everywhere that you want to be. And when I mean everywhere that you want to be, we're talking about at heat practices. We're talking about at birth. Yeah, I said heat practices. You mean the Miami Heat? Yes. DJ Scepter does the DJ for the Miami Heat during their practice games. This DJ Scepter. My boy, my brethren, my Cancerian brethren, DJ Scepter. He's DJing at birthdays. He's DJing at weddings. Bar mitzvahs, kitchenators, bachelors, bachelorette parties, office functions. And listen, it's the holiday times. He will come out there and he will rock your holiday party. Him and AJ Entertainment. AC Entertainment, sorry. The all one big conglomerate. Well, one, tiny, one big small conglomerate. That even being tiny. <laughs> So DJ Scepter, regardless of where he's at, regardless of where he's DJing for you, just know he's going to put a royal touch on everything. 
And for reservations, make sure you head to, to bookings at djscepter.com. That's B-O-O-K-I-N-G-S at djscepter.com. My boy, my brother, my mano, my DJ. Oh, I'm gonna get in trouble for this one on Facebook and uh, you guys are gonna block all of that. You gonna see. <laughs> and we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, Talent Throw My Taylor, Mr. Energy himself. Yeah, I'm over here, I'm wildin'. <laughs> Having a good old time. We still over here talking football. If you're still listening, that means you're still listening to MyTRadio.net. I didn't even tell you after we came out from the last segment how you could listen to me. We're talking about MyTRadio.net. That's MYTRadio.net. We're talking about MyTSports.net. That's MYTSports.net. You can go di- you can go on TuneIn Radio for you people that know about the TuneIn app. And you can find me there at MyTRadio. Uh, or, listen, for you people that know about Mixalor, have Mixalor, you can also find me directly on Mixalor. Mixalor is actually one of the ways that anytime I'm doing the podcast that you're able to chat with me directly and ask me any of your questions. Right now, you, as, as I said, you can see me live on Facebook. So this, is, this is a rare occasion. Like, you, If you catch me on Facebook, this is a special treat. I mean, this is a really, really special treat for you guys. Like, You guys should feel special right now. I mean, oh, listen, all of you should feel special like because I feel special that you're listening to me. We're, we're, we're just special. Like, 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 I'm so special. I'm so special, so special, so special. <laughs> Let me stop before I have random people out there doing the healing toe for no reason. So, obviously the music is played. So that means we have to get back to some. We have to get back to some football. We have to get back to some. We have to get back to back to back to some football. As Tennessee took on Indiana, right, and they went into Indiana and they beat Indiana twenty to sixteen. As listen, what's going on in Indiana? Andrew Luck still hasn't figured themselves out. And the bad thing about it is that that team was bad even with Andrew Luck. It was the fact that he had Andrew Luck he, he was even the reason why he was even winning ten games. You, Tampa Bay took on Atlanta. Atlanta end up comes out with the victory, thirty-four to twenty. Miami goes into New England to lose, seventeen to thirty-five. Chicago loses to Philly, thirty to thirty-one. Seattle beats San Francisco, twenty-four to thirteen. And the game of the week, in my eyes, is Denver versus Oakland. As we get part two of the Michael Crabtree Talib, Michael Crabtree Talib beef. Because if you remember last year, and if you don't remember last year, don't worry. This is why I'm here. Last year, when Denver went up against Oakland. Mike Talib decided that he wanted to snatch Michael Trab- Crabtree's chain off of his neck. Like, like he was basically robbing him for his chain. Now you're saying, what does his name Crabtree sound familiar? What does his name Crabtree sound familiar? We're talking about the same Michael Crabtree that Richard Sherman had to call out in the Super Bowl. What was it? Sorry, was it the Super Bowl? No, my apologies. The NFC Championship game. Because remember, if you guys don't remember what happened last year, that happened that year, 
the fact that you know they tried him. They they tried Richard Sherman with a side receiver, and it seems that you know what, Hakeem Talib. I hope I'm saying his name right. Is his name Hakeem? I don't even know. I don't even know. I be fucking up his name so bad. <laughs> so Talib also doesn't like being tried by sorry receivers except for when you try you know what i'll let you hear what happens when you try me with a sorry receiver like crabtree that's the result you're gonna get i will go to Andy up you get your barbie chain yeah that's exactly what happened when you try me with a sorry receiver like crabtree that's the result you're gonna get i will go to Andy up you get your barbie chain yeah he got his name he got he his name he got his chain snatched Again. And you know what's even worse? He knew it was coming because he tried to tape it to his chest. Which means that Talib dug into that motherfucker. And yeah, yeah, snatched his shit. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> when you're talking about certain people being about that life, Talib is about that life. <laughs> and Michael Crabtree continues to be punked in the NFL. Even after he's taking swings at people, we're still looking at him like, B, really? Really? Next was the New Orleans, was New Orleans Saints taking all the LA rap. I can't, I can't sit on that anymore because I'll play that 8 billion times. That, that thing tickles my belly. So, we have we have New Orleans taking going into Carolina and and this is going to be oh, New Orleans going into LA take on the Rams. This is a game that we thought was going to be a good game cuz both of these teams have been putting up just about like 30 points per um, per game. Some 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 ridiculous number, but we know something was going to have to give. And the thing that gave was 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 normally gives when you have two close teams. And it was the defense. I'm sorry. The home court advantage. <laughs> but important by the defense. Important by the defense. Both of these teams, both of these teams have, have has really good defense, and we and we see that, and we saw that coming to play. And listen, both of these teams are holding on thirty points, but it, it really was that home court advantage that really helped that helped that, that helped LA come away with that victory. I'm not gonna go into nice details. Listen, it was twenty to twenty six. LA Rams, W. Next up, we have Jacksonville taking on Arizona, and Arizona won. Arizona won. Twenty four to twenty seven. Green Bay took on Pittsburgh, and I told you this also. I refuse to pick Green Bay to win another game until Aaron Rodgers becomes the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers again. And Pittsburgh won. 31 to 28, though. Like, I don't know if those games should be that close, but Pittsburgh won. And I can say the same thing like I said about other team. Listen, it was, it was home court advantage. Like, 54-yard field goal. Stop it from going into overtime. And Baltimore. Beats up on Houston. And they're another team that I refuse to pick them to win another game as long as Deshaun Watson isn't, isn't like even yeah I'm not even considering them to even like like see there's some games like there's some games with at least 
with Green Bay where I, I thought about they may possibly win a game. There were some teams, there were some games with Dallas. I thought they may win a game without Ezekiel Elliott. I don't have that kind of confidence in Houston without Deshaun Watson because they were barely winning with him, and he's a rookie quarterback. So of course I didn't think they was gonna win. So we're taking we're taking all all respect away from them, and we kind of get what he gets, sixteen to twenty three. So now we get to this week in the NFL, right? We get to this week in the NFL. And we talk about this week. Like, it's no different than any of week. Every week is a struggle in the NFL. But you know what this week happens? This week, you get the My T football picks and you get them live. So the first game that we have up, coming up the Thursday night game, we have the Washington Racial Slurs. Versus the Dallas Cowboys. So basically, this is very much a old school Western. We have the Cowboys versus the Indians. And I'm gonna pick Washington to go into Dallas and whoop up on Dallas. Like, and just know that. Dallas shouldn't be that bad off. They they have capable running backs. For some reason, they're just not utilizing them the way they feel like they they, they were utilizing Ezekiel Elliott. Maybe they're not doing what, what Ezekiel Elliott does. Maybe the rest of the team doesn't feel as motivated when it's not Ezekiel Elliott back there. But I also feel like Dallas goes away from that running game a little bit too early when Ezekiel Elliott isn't back there. So we'll see what they do against Washington. A, a division opponent. Well, you know, it's always tough game, but... Washington has been looking sexy this year. And I expect them to go into Dallas with a little bit of offense in them as well, too. Because, listen, somebody needs to win that division. Right? And I shouldn't say somebody. We all know Philly's going to win that division. But that doesn't mean that Washington can't take this opportunity, you know, to beat up on a Dallas team that's Kinda already down. Only two. Listen, there's only a few teams that are downwards. That downwards are the Dallas Cowboys. And we talked about one of them earlier. It just happens that they're in the same division. Who would have thunk? So next up, we have Kansas City going up against the Jets. And I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna regret this. I'm gonna be a homer here, and I'm gonna pick the Jets. And this is this is such a controversial game for me, right? Controversial. Because you see back there, I told you already that I got a Darrell Reeves jersey in the back. And no doubt, Darrell Reeves just signed to play with the Kansas City. Well, he signed a couple weeks ago. This is going to be his first game back is now. But he just signed to play with the Kansas City Chiefs. A Kansas City team that I told you that I was highly impressed of of the first half of the season. They started off hot, so hot that I thought that Andy Reid should be considered for coach of the year. And since they have started out 5-0 or 6-0, they were on that street, they are now 6-6, six and six, folks. 6-6. Six and six. Kansas City Chiefs are barely a 500 team. And now they're going to bring in Darrell Reeves, a guy that hasn't played football in two years. But you know what's so sweet about Darrell Reeves? Or you know what's so bad about the fact that Darrell Reeves is coming into play? It's that the Jets, the New York football Jets, are still paying this man's salary. So when the Kansas City Chiefs signed Darrell Reeves as the, as the bare minimum, it's basically he's saying, because you know what? I'm good because they're still giving me my double-digit millions. 
And then he comes against the team that we all listen. We all love us some Durrell Revis. All of us just fans love us some Durrell Revis, and we have to look at him do this to us. This is gonna suck. Well, listen, as a Jets fan, we're hoping that that sparks a little bit of fire in our belly. Even if we know he's gonna try to motivate Durrell Revis. I don't even know if he's gonna come in and play cornerback or he's gonna come in and play safety. I said some time ago he should have. We should have probably played safety. He has good on ball skills. You know what I'm saying? Ball hawker skills. But no, he 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 didn't do that. Let's see what he does there with Andy Reid. Andy Reid may coach him up and be like, hey, you're gonna have to go back there. Or else you ain't gonna play for this team. But I digress. <laughs> I'm gonna pick the Jets to win this one because I, I expect them to have a little bit of, to have a little bit of fire. And Kansas City has been on a really bad losing streak, and I'm hoping that this losing streak is contagious and they continue to fall apart. Now, do I really want the Jets to win? No, because I really kind of still want the Jets to be able to get a high draft pick. But you know what? If you can beat somebody, beat Kansas City for me. Beat Darrell Revis, JTS, Jets, Jets, Jets. That's the show I'm out. No, I'm joking. We're going to commercial break. It's 420 somewhere. We should be prepared. There's no better way to prepare like heading down to Smoking News where you'll find all your smoking accessories from vapes, bongs, pipes, papers, incense, glues, and more. Just go to Smoking News at 1311 South East 17th Street, mm-hmm. Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33316. Tell them my radio sent you. Let me see what's special in store. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> I just added that. I'm sorry. Thank you for listening to the Mighty Sports Podcast. It's still your host, Tyler Thomas Taylor, Mr. Energy himself. Yeah, we still here. Yeah, we still talking football. We still doing. We still doing our picks. We just started our picks for week thirteen. <clears throat> All right. So next up, we have New England going into Buffalo, and when, when, when I even gonna try to tease this? We listen. New England is turning out to be exactly the team that we thought that they were, and they are functioning and they're going well. And remember, I told you this, when, when the New England Patriots struggle, and listen, and, and I always like to tease it at the first four games of the season to make it seem like there's something going on there, and hopefully we could, ca- we could, we could catch them off guard. But the way the New England Patriots have looked at the first four games of the season, that has been as much as a, as a preseason for them more than it has been anything else. Because it's always in those first four games of the season is when you see the New England Patriots make their most mistakes. It's always in those first four of the games where you see those, where you see those drop passes, where you see those blown coverages, where, where, you, where you see plays that should be successful but just aren't executed right that's when you see all of those mistakes happen for the New England Patriots during those four those four games after that New England Patriots have been rolling and I'm and listen I'm saying this as I am sick and tired because that's the only thing that you could be when you are sick is and tired right <laughs> like I am sick and tired of the New England Patriots being tyrants and dominating this division for two freaking decades like he has been here damn near as long as Eli Manning has started has started as well. And Tom Brady hasn't even started that many consecutive games. Yes, basically that's what I'm telling you. Tom Brady and Eli Manning have both been in the league about the same amount of times. And Eli Manning has started way more consecutive games than Tom Brady has. That's what Eli Manning is. And that's who the New York Giants decided to bench for Geno Smith. Wow! <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Hey, talking about losing. Wow. Like, you understand? 
we wouldn't bench Josh McCowan for Geno Smith across the hole as a jet. And we've had him. The Cleveland Browns don't want Geno Smith. So we have New England beating Buffalo. We have Denver coming into Miami, which means that I have to make sure I am early to my, on Sunday because I need to be able to get through that traffic down there because Denver is going to beat Miami. Now, unfortunately, Tlaib is not going to be there to snatch anybody's chain as he happened to get his two-game suspension reduced down to one game, and that one game is going to be this game against the Miami Dolphins. San Francisco goes into Chicago. San Francisco kind of sucks. Chicago kind of sucks. But Chicago does have a does have a little bit of consistency when it comes to their run game. So I expected to put that run game on them. And Chicago to come away with this victory. As San Francisco, this is the this is the debut of Jimmy J, Jimmy Garoppolo, the backup quarterback for the last three, four years from, from the New England Patriots. As another former backup of Tom Brady goes somewhere, gets paid based off of the great system that they have played in called the New England Patriots Bill Belichickian era. Could we, listen, there's still a lot of us that says Tom Brady isn't Tom Brady without the Belichick system. And we've seen what happens to all of these other quarterbacks when they leave the Belichick system. What makes you think that it may not happen if, with the Tom Brady? What makes him so much above the rest? Is it because he's playing still at 41 at a high level? That just means that, the, that, that he's been in the system for 18 years. And at the age of 41, he knows how to maneuver it very well. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Because I expect him to fall off the cliff just like I expect LeBron to fall off a cliff soon. But as I say that, LeBron is also have them boys rolling. Detroit goes into Baltimore, and we have Baltimore finding a way to win and continue to be talked about in the wild card race in the playoffs. Because you have to figure, like, something has to give in Baltimore. Because Joe Flacco and, 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 and Terrell Suggs can't keep putting up, can't keep producing what they're producing for that team. Those are two Super Bowl champions. Those are two guys that have been paid in this league. Those are two guys that should be dominating from both from from their respective side of the ball. And, and I don't know. Ever since they've been paid, it can kind of soft like a Twinkie feeling. I hate to say it. Minnesota goes into Atlanta, which is going to be an interesting game because Atlanta. Is, is also in the same position that the Baltimore Ravens are. Yes, the Atlanta Falcons that went to the Super Bowl last year are sitting on the very cusp of the wild card. They're sitting in the sixth spot. So for them, this means all the difference. And for Minnesota, listen, you're 9-2. You want to go into Atlanta, the team that won the Super Bowl last year, and put on a hell of a show in their dome. You want to show them that their dome is amazing to you. And that you would love to come into their dome and pull off a victory. So, I'm going to pick Minnesota to enjoy the dome that Atlanta has and come away with a victory. We have Tampa Bay going into Green Bay. Now, this is one of those times where I was going to almost pause, but I heard my boy James Winston is going to be back. And James Winston doesn't really excite me anymore as, as, as he did at the beginning of the season because we've kind of seen him fizzle out. But they're going up against Green Bay. And I've already said it. Green Bay does not deserve to be picked to win any more games this season without A.A. Ron. 
we have Houston going into Tennessee, right? And we already know that Houston already has its problems. So we have Tennessee picking up this victory. As Tennessee is also a team that's looking to, that's looking to, to make the playoffs. They're sitting there seven four on top of their division. So Tennessee is no longer a sleeper team anymore. Marcus Mariota healthy, along with the running game that they have and those few and and those offensive weapons that they do have that he is that he is utilizing. Tennessee happens to be rolling as the next game should be started just about now. I gotta figure out where this is at. I gotta figure out where this is at. I gotta figure out where this is at. You know what I'm saying? Call me Tony two times. Everything he says, guy says it two times. I gotta go get the papers. Get the papers. <laughs> we have Indiana going into Jacksonville, and that should be an easy game for Jacksonville to come away with a victory. We have Cleveland going into San Diego, as San Diego should also take that victory. And San Diego is finally deciding to roll again. And even though they're not quite in the playoff, they are making a playoff push at the end of this season and putting up some big numbers. The kind of numbers that we thought they was going to be able to put up at the beginning of their season. All of their weapons now are starting to click. When I mean all of their weapons, all of those weapons that we mentioned earlier in the season. Don't worry. When you get that tip later on the show, we're going to talk about the weapon that San Diego has that you should like. <laughs> So next up we have the LA Rams going into Arizona. And Arizona has been nice. The Rams have been nice. They both have been impressive. But if you have to ask me what's going on here, I'm going to say the LA Rams, if they are going to go into Arizona and pull off a victory. Now, see, this is what things... Now, I'm going to tell you this right now as I'm making my picks. Things are already getting uncomfortable for me because in my eyes, I've already picked way too many road teams to win because historically this many home teams do not generally pick up a victory normally we're talking about three maybe four if you're lucky i'm up to six road teams so a lot of, so some of these picks are going to be wrong folks like i'll probably be wrong about minnesota like tampa bay will stink up the place and i'll probably be wrong about them you know well i won't be wrong is about the <laughs> the New York Giants and the Oakland Raiders. And I'm going to pick Oakland without Michael Crabtree because we all know that Michael Crabtree happened to get into an altercation because... He's out for suspension for getting his chain snatched. <laughs> his two-game suspension... Forgetting his chain snatched <laughs> was reduced to one game. So Michael Crabtree is only being punished for one game for having his chain snatched for the second straight season. Two chains! We have Carolina going into New Orleans, and we're going to pick New Orleans to take on to beat Carolina. We know this is a vision game, and both of these teams are fighting. Carolina is sitting at eight and three in the wild card position. New Orleans is sitting at eight and, and sitting at eight and three as a division leader. This is going to be a big game for both of them because this is going to determine, hey, which one of us is going to be the top dog? Which one of us is not going to have to? Well, both of them are possibly going to have to still go through this crucible, but it's a big way because remember, if Minnesota loses to Atlanta, we're now talking about Minnesota going to be at nine and three, either New Orleans or. Carolina at 93. If the Rams end up 
if the Rams end up beating Arizona, they're going to be sitting at 9-3. and three. So we're talking about a, ma a massive blockbuster, like, just, just, just smorgasbord, like, plus the fuck, you know, for that second top playoff spot so that they can also get a first round bye. That's basically what they're playing for. Philly at 10-1 and 1 has ba is basically locking that up if they continue to win or they continue on the pace that they're on. But Minnesota, New Orleans, the LA Rams, the Carolina Panthers, they're all playing for that second spot. Even Atlanta could go on a could go on a late season spurt and get as far up as the number two spot in the NFC. So this so the NFC playoffs are, are, are gonna end up being very, very, very good and very interesting to see. As, a, as in the AFC is not that interesting. We have Pittsburgh and New England sitting at 9-2. Both each are probably going to lock that up and get the first green bot. But everything else is up for grabs after that. Tennessee at 7-4. Kansas City at 6-5. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars at 7-4. Baltimore at 6-5. So things still could be shook up. Things still could be shook up. I know if you're wondering, hey, I didn't hear you mention Seattle. You're right. That's because they're not even a wild card option right now. They're on the outside looking in. If they continue at this pace, for all of, I told you that they've taken a lot of blows and a lot of them being on a key on a key defense and the fact that they have no offensive line and every time that Russell Wilson goes in, goes to play a game, not, he, he looks like future is chasing him for child support. That's how he's running around out there. So next up, we have Philly going in and playing the Seattle Seahawks. And this is a big game for Seattle, as I told you. They're on the outside looking in. But I don't think that they have what it takes to win this game. So I am going to pick Philly to win. Just like I'm going to pick Pittsburgh to beat Cincinnati on the road, too. That's a lot of road victories I have. A lot of road victories. So I'm telling you, something is going to give there. And I don't know what it is. But be wary. Be very wary of my picks this week. I'm warning you guys. So when I come here next week, and I'm talking about, oh, my God. I did so bad. I like, like this is one of the bad worst weeks I've had. I warned you that this is one of those weeks where I picked a lot of road teams. <laughs> and before we get into those fantasy football tips for the end of the show, let's go ahead and quickly hop on the NBA and let you know what's going on there. Because like I said, we have a matchup tonight of, of the New York Knicks versus the Miami Heat. Listen, it's something that's something that I realized that Miami just isn't that interesting without LeBron James. And, and even the most interesting thing is when LeBron James comes into Miami, because for the first time ever, LeBron James got ejected out of a game. But the Cleveland Cavaliers still managed to win as they go on a nine-game winning streak. So now this was the I took these numbers last night. I took these numbers yesterday before all the games went on last night. So I didn't I didn't get a good chance to up this. But as of yesterday, we're talking about Boston was at 18 and 4. And we're gonna give you just the two top two, the top two, the top two, right in each division, except for one. Except for except for two, <laughs> but except for the West. <laughs> okay, we're gonna give you the top the top couple of you know few or two teams. You know, we are gonna see. And the, you know what? We're just gonna tell you, basically tell you about all the teams that are above five hundred, because that's really what kind of matters, right? As we have thirty about a couple of seconds before the show ends. But you know, we're gonna go over because listen, ladies, I ain't forget about your tip at the end. I did not forget about your tip at the end. We're going to make sure I give that to you. You stay tuned. So first up, we have, in the Atlantic Division, we have Boston. We have Boston sitting at 18-4. and four. As they've lost a couple of games now since 
They went on that massive streak. As things are starting to taper off, but they're still impressively sitting at 18 and 4. Behind them is Toronto at 12 and 7. Yeah, I didn't mention the Knicks because the Knicks, I don't believe the Knicks were above 500 at that time. I think this game right here may help them back to 500. In the Central Division, we have Detroit at 13 and 6, right? And they just had an impressive victory against the Boston Celtics at that. That's who. That's actually how Boston Celtics actually end up having their fourth loss. It was against the Detroit Pistons. The Cleveland Cavaliers, as I said, they won their last game, so they actually now, now no longer 13 and 7. They are 14 and 7, as they just whooped up on Miami, who are now sitting at 500 at 10 and 10. Right, Indiana is sitting there at 12 and 9. As Victor Oladipo has been carrying that team, putting on points. I said Victor Oladipo has lost so much weight and restructured his body that he got his hairline back. Or you can finally see his hairline. Like that is some that is some toning. Like you toned yourself so much that we could, that people can finally see your hairline. Because before then it like it looked like it was receding. Like, whoo. That is some toning up. In the south, southeast we have Washington sitting there ten and nine, tied with Miami and also at ten and nine. As we take ourselves over now to the west, we in the Pacific we have Golden State sitting at fifteen and six. And there are no other teams above five hundred in that division. But, ironically, the two closest teams are the L.A. Clippers and the L.A. Lakers. As we talk about the Clippers, Blake Griffin just went down for the um, as, he, as he sprained his knee. We're going to need to get further more and see what's going on with him. As, listen, if Blake Griffin has to sit out any significant time, you have to figure that the L.A. Clippers were already lost Chris Paul, right, to the offseason, and they got Patrick Beverly. They also lost Patrick Beverly to an injury for the rest of the season. Now you're losing Blake Griffin. Now you're talking about a team that basically has... J not even J.J. Redick. You're talking about it has Doc Rivers' son. Because that's really all he is, is Doc Rivers' son and DeAndre Jordan. I think this, I think Doc Rivers, the GM, needs to start making some moves to see if he can get some assets in there. Some young assets in there. Listen, trade DeAndre Jordan for, for a piece in a second-round pick or something. Like, start stockpiling picks, even if it's from the second round. As deep as the NBA has been getting lately, you can find good second-round picks. And talking about the NBA being deep. The NBA needs to go ahead and, and, and move move over to three rounds. Even if that means that the third round, that every single player in that third round that you're signing and sending them to your um, to your G League team, that's what it needs to be happening. I don't talk about anybody. They don't sign players in the first round. Like you think if you think like this, I want to sign a player and send like that. That round needs to be for the people that you want to sign. And I think that needs to start happening. But we but that's something else. And, and that is a that is a top debate. That is a subject for another for another topic because that is going to be the topic of how soon should the NBA start scouting these players, especially when you hear Adam Silver talking about trying to pick up on how they do soccer leagues because that's interesting because the way soccer leagues done is that they may sign you but he's not even talking about giving these guys cash or whatever but to have them in their farm system now from a young age from as early as those those college years you know what i mean maybe even those high school years so that's not that's interesting he's doing his research i'm i'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays out but like i said it's a topic for another day We'll talk. That's another day. We'll get fully into that when we get into the basketball season. Fully, fully. So in the north, in the in the northeast. Sorry, not northeast, but northwest. We have Portland sitting in the top of that division at thirteen and eight. We have Minnesota in second at twelve and eight. Denver in third at eleven and eight. You know what's the most shocking part about that division? 
that the Oklahoma City Thunder are the worst team in that division. Yes, folks. The Oklahoma City Thunder that has the MVP, Mr. Triple Double himself, Russell Westbrook, who has PG-13, Paul George, and the sniping ball stopper, Camilla Anthony. And they are the worst team in the division that has Portland, Minnesota, Denver, and Utah. You telling me Camilla Anthony coming back to this division didn't help motivate you guys like Utah and Denver? To play a little bit harder? You don't think losing Brandon Haywood, you know, wanted to motivate Utah just a little bit to play harder so somebody on that team could, could, could show up and show that they could, they're going to be the next guy to possibly carry on the legacy that was started with Jerry Sloan? John Stockton? And the mailman Carl Malone? No, nah, some people have pride like that, even if it is in a town like Utah. And in the Southwest, we have Houston at 16 and 4. San Antonio at 13 and 7, still without Kawhi Leonard. And New Orleans at 11 and 9. New Orleans Pelicans, that is. With those two giants named Boogie Cousins and the eyebrow, the unibrow, the bricky brow. Yeah. Those guys are so far clicking. And have their team above five. Listen, they're only two games above five hundred, but they have their team. They they have their team above five hundred, and they have some type some some type of continuity. They're playing well together. So that's it. That's it for football for you guys. That's it for basketball for you guys. But we're not done here. We're not done here. Ladies, 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 hello, ladies. <laughs> this is your part of the show. This is the part of the show that was 100% reserved for the ladies in my fantasy football league. Or the ones I started a fantasy football league for, I should say. But anybody else can listen to this as well. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I can help anybody out as much as I can in these fantasy football times. Because I just lost my number one spot. I'm no longer sitting in first place. I'm sitting in second in my league. And I also know that there's a good comeback story going on in the women's league. So, pay attention, ladies. Because pretty soon, in less than 10 seconds, fantasy football picks are coming your way. I hope I can find what I'm looking for in 10 seconds. Cause I've been looking for some time here, and you know what? I'm I'm, I'm not gonna make it. We did not make the we did not make that cut. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Okay, here we go, ladies. Sorry, I apologize. You know, sometimes sometimes it takes a little bit of time to get warmed up. Like you know how that goes. Like you you just can't expect things to always be ready for you <laughs> automatically. Like sometimes things need to be warmed up, and this is one of those times where we we're just gonna warm things up a little bit, okay? So, to all of you fantasy football fans in America, it is time for us to get into the, the mighty fantasy football <laughs> tips. Not winning tips, just tips, tips, tips. tips. Just the tip. 
Just the tip. Just the tip. Let's just say what I want involves much more than just the tips. Just the tips. What I want is much more than just the tips. Yes, folks, this is the Mighty Fantasy Football Tips. Just the tips. And the first tip that I want to give you, right? Is that if you haven't picked him up already, you should pick up this running back named Perrine. P-E-R-I-N-E. If I'm not mistaken, he is the running back for the Washington Redskins. And if you haven't gotten him so far, basically he has been a double-digit producer for the last three or four weeks for them. And he has solidified himself as the number one running back for this team. For a Washington Redskins team that still has something to play for, that is still trying to see if they can creep their way into the playoffs. As Kirk Cousins, still every game has something to play for. So put him in there if you don't have him, expecting to get some numbers. Now, as we did warn you about earlier, if you have Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford has been a little banged up. Matthew Stafford is still a guy that I, that I always say he's going to give you 250 yards and probably a touchdown. But with the ankle, who knows how his accuracy is going to be. I'm not saying he's not going to give you 250 yards and a touchdown. I'm just saying he may give you 250 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. and Or maybe, a, and we'll just say two turnovers. Let's just leave it at that. I'm worried about Matthew Stafford this year. Now, guy that I'm not worried about, sorry, this week. Now, a guy that I'm not worried about this week is a guy that I actually told you about earlier in the year. It's actually a guy that I told you that you should draft because of how many weapons he had. And that is a quarterback by the name of... Philip Rivers. Yes, folks. Philip Rivers. He is finally, like I said, he finally has that San Diego team flowing. And that team is actually flowing. If you if you don't have Phillip Rivers, pick him up. I'm pretty sure he's still available in a lot of leagues as a quarterback. Also, as a tight end, pick up his tight pick up the tight end for San Diego if, if you don't have one. I think his name is Hunter Henry, Hunts Henry, something like that. He's also available. So those are two guys that you can definitely pick up out there that are on the same team that should be producers for their team. Now, are you ready for the big tip? Are you ready for the big, big tip of the night, ladies? Don't get too cute. <laughs> like, to be honest with you, don't get too cute. The players are coming around. Stick with what got you there. So don't go to the club and have a, and all of a sudden get a fight with your man and think that, oh, it's going to be okay to start flirting with these other dudes. No, you, you've had a lineup. You've pretty much gotten to where you've gotten for that lifestyle. And this is mainly for you people, even for you people that are trying to keep up in it. And listen, if, I told you to get some, some picks, so you, so you already know who you may need to, need to replace. But don't get too cute. Don't get too fancy. Don't overthink things. Your top producers have been your top producers for a week. Your, 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 your consistent starters have been your consistent starters for a week. Don't overthink these playoffs. Remember, it's two games over the span of four weeks. So, so week 14 and week 15 counts as week one. Week 16, week 17 counts as week two. So we gotta, so they, they get bundled in there. I hope you guys like the podcast. I hope you take my advice. You know, <laughs> I hope you guys like the podcast. That is my time. It is over. I appreciate you. You know what I always say at this time. You know, 
Thank you. Stay tuned. Stay blessed. And please don't ever stress. And as we continue down this path of growth and production, as I always like to say, as I like to quote actually, because it's not my own line, as one hand washes the other, both hands wash the face. This is the Mighty Sports Podcast on MightyRadio.net, on MightySports.net. I am Talent Omar Taylor, Mr. Energy himself, and I am out of here. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where are we going to for breakfast? Where are we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Off night.